0: part one of myths and legends of the mississippi valley and the great lakes by catherine barry judson this librivox recording is in the public domain the earthmaker winnebago when earthmaker came to consciousness he thought of the substance upon which he was sitting he saw nothing there was nothing anywhere therefore his tears flowed he wept but not long did he think of it. He took some of the substance upon which he was sitting, so he made a little piece of earth for our fathers. He cast this down from the high place on which he sat. Then he looked at what he had made. It had become something like our earth. Nothing grew upon it. Bare it was, but not quiet. It kept turning. "'How shall I make it become quiet?' thought Earthmaker. Then he took some grass from the substance he was sitting upon, and cast it down upon the earth. Yet it was not quiet. Then he made a man. When he had finished him he called him Tortoise. At the end of all his thinking, after he came to consciousness, he made the two-legged walkers. Then Earthmaker said to this man, "'The evil spirits are abroad to destroy all I have just created.' tortoise i shall send you to bring order into the world then earthmaker gave him a knife but when tortoise came to earth he began to make war he did not look after earthmaker's creation so earthmaker took him back then he sent hare down to earth to restore order he said See, grandmother, I have done the work my father directed me to do. The lives of my uncles and aunts, the two-legged walkers, will be endless like mine. His grandmother said, Grandson, how could you make the lives of your uncles and aunts endless like yours? How could you do something in a way Earthmaker had not intended it to be? Earthmaker could not make them thus. Hare thought, "'My grandmother must be related to some of the evil spirits I have killed. She does not like what I have done, for she is saying that I killed the evil spirits.' Now grandmother heard him think, "'No, grandson, I am not thinking of that. I am saying that our father made death, so there would not be a lack of food on earth. He made death to prevent overcrowding. He also made a spirit world in which they would live after death.' Hare did not like what she said. "'Grandmother surely does not like it,' he thought. "'She must be related to the evil spirits.' "'No, grandson, it is not so. "'But to quiet you, your uncle and aunts will live to be very old.' "'Then she spoke again. "'Now, grandson, stand up. "'The two-legged walker shall follow me always. "'I shall follow you always. "'Therefore try to do what I tell you. "'Remember you are a man. "'Do not look back after you have started.' then they started to go around the earth do not look back she said i wonder why she says that thought hare then he turned his head the least little bit to the left and looked back to the place from which they had started instantly everything caved in "'Oh, my! oh, my!' exclaimed Grandmother. "'Grandson, a man you are, but I thought you were a great man, so I greatly encouraged you. Now, even if I wished to, I could not prevent death. This she meant, so they say. Then they went around the earth, to the edge of the fire which encircles the earth. That way they went, so they say. Creation Chirimaccha There was a creator of all things. This great mystery understood all things. He had no eyes, yet he could see. He had no ears, yet he could hear. He had a body, but it could not be seen. When the earth was first made, the creator of all things placed it under the water. The fish were first created, but when the creator wanted to make men there was no dry land. Therefore crawfish was sent down to bring up a little earth. He brought up mud in his claws immediately it spread out and the earth appeared above the waters then the great mystery made men he made the Chitimachas. it was at natchez that he first made them he gave them laws but the people did not follow the laws therefore many troubles came so that the creator could not rest therefore the creator made tobacco then men could become quiet and rest afterwards he made women but at first they were like wood so he directed a chief to teach them how to move and how to cook and to sew skins. Now when the animals met the Chitimachas, they ridiculed them, for these men had no fur and no wool and no feathers to protect them from storms or rain or the hot sun. The Chidimachas were sad because of this. Then the Creator gave them bows and arrows and taught them how these things should be used he told them that the flesh of the animals was good for food and their skins for covering thus the animals were punished the creator taught them also how to draw fire from two pieces of wood one flat and the other pointed thus they learned to cook their food the creator taught them also to honor the bones of their relatives and so long as they lived to bring them food now in those days the animals took part in the councils of men they gave advice to men being wiser each animal took a special care of the chitimachas. therefore the indians respect the animals which gave good advice to their ancestors and this aids them even today in time of need the creator also made the moon and the stars both were to give life and light to all things on earth moon forgot the sacred bathing therefore he is pale and weak giving but little light to man but sun gives light to all things sun often stops on her trail to give more time to the indians when they are hunting or fighting their enemies moon does not but always pursues his wife over the sky trail yet he can never catch up with her the mounds in the chirimacha country are the camping places of the spirit sent down by the creator to visit the indians this spirit taught the men how to cook their food and to cure their wounds. He is still highly honored. THE CREATION There was in olden days something the matter with the earth. It has changed. We think so. We think the great mystery made it, and made men also. He made them at a place called mountains. It was eastward. When he had made the earth and these mountains, he covered the earth over with something he did it with his hands. Under this he put men. All the different tribes were there. One of the young men climbed up and found his way to the surface. It was very beautiful. Then a deer ran past, with an arrow in its side. He followed it to where it fell and died. He looked back to see its tracks, and he soon saw other tracks. They were the footprints of the person who shot the deer. He soon came up. It was the maker of men. Thus he taught the Indians what they must do when they came out of the earth. The Creator showed the Indian how to skin the deer, and prepare it for food, and how to use the skin for dress. When everything was ready, he said, Make a fire. The Indian said, I do not know how. Therefore the Creator made the fire. Then he said, Put the meat on the fire, roast it. The Indian did this, but he did not turn the stick therefore it was burned on one side and not roasted on the other, so the Creator showed him how to turn the stick. Then the great mystery called all the Indians up out of the earth. They came out by tribes. To each tribe he gave a chief. Then he made a head chief over all the tribes who should teach them what they should do. The great mystery also made good and evil. They were brothers. One made pleasant things grow, the other spent all his time spoiling his brother's work. He made stony places and rocks, and made bad fruits to grow. He made great trouble among men. He annoyed them very much. Good had to go back and do his work over again. It kept him very busy. Then Good decided to destroy evil. Therefore Good proposed to run a race with evil. When they met, Good said, "'Tell me first, what do you most fear?' "'Buck's horns,' said Evil. "'What do you most fear?' "'Indian grass braided,' said Good. Then Evil at once went to his grandmother, who braided Indian grass. He got a great deal of it. He put the grass in a trail, and put it in the limbs of the trees along the trail where Good was to run. Good also filled the path, where his brother Evil was to run, with buck's horns. They said... Who shall run first? They argued about it. At last Good said, Well, I will, because I proposed the race. So he started off, and Evil followed him. When Good became tired, he pulled down a strand of braided green grass and chewed it. Thus he ran rapidly. But Evil became tired, yet Good would not stop until he reached the end of the trail. The next day Evil started on his trail everywhere he was stopped by the branches of bucks horns they greatly annoyed him he said to good let me stop good said no you must go on at last towards evening evil fell in the trail at once good took bucks horns and killed him then good returned to his grandmother she was very angry she loved evil That night Good was awakened by a sound. The spirit of Evil was talking with his grandmother. Then, when Evil knew Good was awake, he said, Let me into the wigwam. But Good always said, No. At last Evil said, I go to the northwest land. You will never see me more. Those who follow me will never come back. Death will keep them. Creation of the Races Biloxi Footnote, obviously influenced by missionary teaching, but a most curious myth. Kudimanksi, the one above, made people. He made one person, an Indian. While the Indian was sleeping, he made a woman. Then the one above went away to find food for the man and the woman. After he left, something was standing there upright. It was a tree. A person said, why do you not eat the fruit of this tree i think he made it for you to eat so the woman pulled off some fruit and stewed it and she and the indian ate it shortly after the one above returned now he had gone away to find food for them when he found they had stewed this fruit he was very angry he said work for yourself find your own food else you shall be hungry when the one above had been a long time gone He sent back a letter to the Indians, but the Indians did not receive it, because the Americans took it. That is why Americans know how to read and write. Now after the letter came, the people found a very clear stream of water. The American found it first, and lay down in it. Therefore he is very white all over. Next came the Frenchman, but the water was not so clear. Then came the Indians. "'Therefore Indians are not of light complexion "'because they did not find the water when it was clear. "'Afterwards came the Spaniard, and he was not white "'because the water had become very muddy. "'Sometime after, the negro was made. "'The one above thought he should attend to work, "'so he made the negro's nose flat, "'and by this time the water was very muddy "'and the stream was very low.' so the negro washed only the palms of his hands therefore negroes are very black except on the palms of their hands story of the creation ojibwa when gichimanito the great mystery created the earth plain it was bare without trees or shrubs then he created two indians a man and a woman now when there were ten persons on the earth plane death happened the first man lamented and went back and forth over the plane complaining he said why did the good spirit send death so soon the good mystery heard this he called a great council he said man is not happy i have made him very frail therefore death happens what shall we do THE COUNCIL LASTED SIX DAYS, AND THERE WAS NOT A BREATH OF AIR TO DISTURB THE WATERS. THE SEVENTH WAS THE Nagitsik, THE EXCELLENT DAY. THE SKY WAS BLUE, AND THERE WERE NO CLOUDS. ON THAT DAY GICHIMANITO SENT DOWN A MESSENGER TO EARTH. IN HIS RIGHT HAND WAS A PIECE OF WHITE HAIR SKIN, AND IN THE LEFT THE HEAD OF A WHITE-HEADED EAGLE. ON EACH WAS THE BLUE STRIPE OF PEACE. The messenger said, Gichimanito sent me. He has heard your words. You must obey his commands. Then he gave to the Indians the hare's skin, the eagle's head, and a white otter's skin with the blue stripe of peace. Thus, Gichimanito taught the Indians how to make magic and how to be strong. Creation, a Fragment, Ojibwa long ago nokomis came down from Skyland, but remained fluttering in mid-air there was no place on which to rest her foot the fishes at once held a great council now tortoise had a shell-covered back very broad after the council he rose to the surface so that nokomis might rest upon his back then the drift masses of the sea gathered about the tortoise thus the land was made Then Nokomis found herself alone on the land, so she married a manito from the sky-land. Two sons had Nokomis, twin brothers, but the brothers were not friends. One was a good huntsman, the other could kill no game at all, so they disputed. Then one brother rose to the sky-land. He caused the thunders to roar over his brother's head. Now the sister of these twin brothers was the ancestor of the Ojibwas creation of the mandans mandan the mandans were the people of the pheasants they were the first people in the world at first they lived in the earth now in the dark earthland they had many vines then at last one vine grew up through a hole in the earth plain far above their heads one of their young men at once went up the vine until he came out on the earth plain He came out on the prairies, on the bank of a river, just where the Mandan village now stands. 1834. He looked all about him. The earth plain was very beautiful. There were many buffaloes there. He killed one with his bow and arrow and found it was good for food. Then the young man returned to his people under the ground. He told them all he had seen. They held a council and then they began to climb up the vine to the earth plain some of the chiefs and the young warriors and many of the women went up then came a very fat woman the chief said do not go up but she did so the vine broke the mandans were very sorry about this because no more could go up the tribe on the earth plain is not very large and no one could return to his village in the ground therefore the mandans built their village on the banks of the river but the rest of the people remained underground. The Flood Chidimacha. Long, long ago a great storm came. At once the people baked a great earthen pot, and in this two of them saved themselves. The pot was held up on the surface of the water. Now two rattlesnakes were also saved in the earthen jar, because in the olden days rattlesnakes were the friends of man. In those days, when an Indian left his lodge, the rattlesnake entered it and protected it until he returned. When all the land was flooded, the red-headed woodpecker hooked his claws into the sky and so hung above the waters, but the flood rose so high that part of his tail was wet. You can see the marks even to this day. When the water sank, he was sent to find land. He could find none." Then a dove was sent and came back with a grain of sand. This sand was placed on top of the great waters, and immediately it stretched out. It became dry land. Therefore the dove is called Ground Watcher. The Great Flood, a fragment, Mandan The earth is a large tortoise. It moves very slowly and carries a great deal of earth on its back long ago there was a tribe which is now dead they used to dig deep down in the earth for badgers they dug with knives one day they stuck a knife far down into the earth it cut through the shell of tortoise therefore tortoise at once began to sink into the water the water rose through the knife cut until it covered all the ground all the people were drowned except one man but some of the old people say it was this way they say there were four tortoises one in the east one in the west one in the south and another in the north each tortoise made it rain for ten days therefore the water covered the earth and all the people were drowned the great flood Manabush wanted to punish the evil manidos the anamaki who had destroyed his brother wolf therefore he invented the ball game the place selected by manabush for a ball ground was near a large sandbar on a great lake near mackinaw he asked the thunderers to play against the anamaku these evil manadoos came out of the ground as bears one chief was a silvery white bear and the other a gray bear they played the ball game all day manabush watched the game from a tree on a knoll When the night came, Manebush went to a spot between the places where the bear chiefs had played ball. He said, I want to be a pine tree cut off halfway between the ground and the top, with two strong branches reaching out over the places where the bear chiefs lie down. At once he became such a tree. Now when the players came to the ball game the next morning, the bear chiefs at once said, This tree was not standing there yesterday the thunderers at once said oh yes it was there thus they argued at last one bear chief said this tree is Manibush, therefore we will kill him at once they sent for grizzly bear they said climb this tree tear off the bark scratch it grizzly bear did so and he also bit the branches then the bear chiefs called to serpent they said ho serpent come climb this tree bite it strangle it in your coils serpent at once did so it was very hard for Manabush, yet he said nothing at all then the bear chief said no it is not Manabush. therefore we will finish the game now when they were playing some one carried the ball so far that the bear chiefs were left entirely alone at once mannabush drew an arrow from his quiver and shot the white bear chief Then he shot another arrow at Gray Bear Chief. He wounded both of them. Then Manabush became a man again and ran for the sandbar. Soon the underground Anamaki came back. They saw the two bear chiefs were wounded. They immediately called for a flood from the earth to drown Manabush. It came very quickly and followed that one. Then Badger came. He hid Manabush in the earth. As he burrowed, he threw the earth behind him, and that held the water back. So the Anamaktu could not find Manabush. Therefore they gave up the search just as the water began to fill Badger's burrow. So Manabush and Badger returned above ground. Now the underground people carried their chiefs to a wigwam. They said to an old woman, Take care of them. Then Manabush followed them. He met the old woman he took her skin and hid himself in it. So he went into the wigwam. He killed both the bear chiefs, then he took the skins of the bears. When he came out of the wigwam he shook a network of basswood twigs, so that the Anamaktu might know he had been there. At once they pursued him. Water poured out of the earth in many places. A great flood came." Manabush at once ran to the top of the highest mountain. The waters followed him closely. He climbed a great pine tree on the mountain top, but the waters soon reached him. Manabush said to the pine, Grow twice as high. At once it did so, yet the waters rose higher. Manabush said again to the tree, Grow twice as high. He said this four times, yet the waters kept rising until they reached his armpits. Then Manabush called to Manito for help. The good mystery at once commanded the waters to stop. Manabush looked around. There were only a few animals in the water. He called, Ho! Otter! Come to me and be my brother. Dive down into the water. Bring up some earth that I may make a new world. Otter dived down into the water and was gone a long time. When he appeared again on the surface, Manabush saw he was drowned then he called again ho mink come to me and be my brother dive down into the water bring me some earth then mink dived down into the water he was gone a long time and he also was drowned manabush looked about him again he saw muskrat he called ho muskrat come to me and be my brother dive down into the water bring me up earth from below muskrat immediately dived into the water he was gone a very long time then when he came up Manibush went to him in his paw was a tiny bit of mud then Manabush held muskrat up and blew on him so he became alive again then Manibush took the earth he rubbed it between the palms of his hands and threw it out on the water thus a new world was made and trees appeared on it Manabush told muskrat that his tribe should always be numerous and that wherever his people should live they should have enough to eat then Manibush found badger to him he gave the skin of the gray bear chief but he kept for himself the skin of the silvery white bear chief origin of fire menominee while Manibush was still a young man he said to nokomis the earth grandmother it is cold here and we have no fire i shall go and get some nokomis said oh no it is too dangerous But Manabush said, yes, we must have fire. At once Manabush made a canoe of birch bark. Then he became a rabbit. So he started eastward across the great water to a land where lived an old man who had fire. He guarded the fire carefully so that people might not steal it. Now the old man had two daughters. One day they came out of the sacred wigwam where the fire was kept. Behold, there was a little rabbit, wet and cold and trembling. They took it up at once in their arms. They carried it into the wigwam. They set it down near the fire. So Manabush sat by the fire while the two girls were busy. The old man was asleep. Then Rabbit hopped nearer the fire. When he hopped the whole earth shook. The old man roused. He said, "'My daughters, what has happened?' the girls answered, "'Nothing at all. We picked up a little wet rabbit and are letting him dry by the fire.' Then again the old man fell asleep. The girls were busy. Suddenly rabbit seized a stick of burning wood and ran out of the wigwam. He ran with great speed towards his canoe. The old man and the two girls followed him closely, but rabbit reached his canoe and paddled quickly away to the wigwam of Nokomis. He paddled so quickly that the fire-stick burned fiercely. Sparks flew from it and burned Rabbit. At once Rabbit and Nokomis gave fire to the thunderers. They have had the care of fire ever since. THE THUNDERERS AND THE ORIGIN OF FIRE When the great mystery created the earth, he made also many manidos those of animal form were people of the underground and evil but the bird manidoes were eagles and hawks they were the thunderers the golden eagle was the thunder which no one could see now when masha manido the good mystery saw that bear was still an animal he permitted him to change his form thus bear became an indian with light skin all this happened near menominee river near where it empties into green bay at this place also bear first came out of the ground bear found himself alone so he called to eagle ho eagle come to me and be my brother so eagle came down to earth and became an indian while the thunderers stood there beaver came near now as beaver was a woman she became a younger brother of the thunderers soon after as bear and eagle stood on a river bank they saw a stranger sturgeon they called to him therefore sturgeon became bear's younger brother and his servant so also elk was adopted by the thunderers he became a younger brother and water carrier at another time bear was going up wisconsin river and sat down to rest out from beneath a waterfall came wolf Wolf said, "'What are you doing in this place?' Bear said, "'I am traveling to the source of the river. I am resting.' Just then Crane came flying by. Bear called, "'Ho, Crane, carry me to my people at the head of the river. Then will I make you my younger brother.' Crane stopped and took Bear on his back. As he was flying off, Wolf called, "'Ho, Bear, take me also as your younger brother. I am alone.' bear said i will take wolf as my younger brother this is how wolf and crane became younger brothers of bear wolf afterwards let dog and deer join him having seats in the council now big thunder lived at winnebago lake near Fond du Lac. the thunderers were all made by mashamanito to be of benefit to the whole world when they return from the southwest in the spring they bring with them the rains which make the earth green and the plants and trees to grow. If it were not for the thunderers, the earth would be dry, and all things would perish. Masha gave to the thunderers squaw corn, which grows on small sticks, and has ears of several colors. The thunderers were also the makers of fire. Manibush first gave it to them, but he had stolen it from an old man living on an island in the middle of a great lake. Bear and Sturgeon owned rice, which grew abundantly in the waters near Bear's village. One day the thunderers visited Bear's village, and promised to give corn and fire, if Bear would give them rice. The thunderers are the war chiefs, and have charge of the lighting of the fire. So Bear gave rice to them. Then he built a long teepee, and a fire was kindled in the center by the thunderers. From this all the people of the earth received fire." It was carried to them by the thunderers. When the people travel, the thunderers go ahead to the camping place and start the fire which is used by all. THE ORIGIN OF FIRE Chidimacha. Fire first came from the great being Akutnakan. He gave it into the care of an Indian so old that he was blind. Now the Indians all knew that fire was good, therefore they tried to steal it. The old man could not see them when they came stealthily to his wigwam, but he could feel the presence of any one. Then he would beat about him with his stick until he drove away the seekers for fire. Now one day an Indian seized the fire suddenly. At once the watcher of the fire began beating about him with his stick, until the thief dropped the fire. But the old man did not know he had dropped it. He still beat about him so fiercely with his stick. That he pounded some of the fire into a log. That is why fire is in wood. End of part one.